after my parents separated, I remember the holidays changing quite a bit. They went from being joyful and even magical to them being stressful and complicated. And I remember often being more excited for them to be over than I felt about the holidays themselves. And if you can relate, this episode is for you. You know that people like us who come from broken families face all sorts of challenges around this time of the year. And some of the challenges I faced, I remember just feeling this sad, pit in the stomach sort of feeling that my parents were no longer together and my family was broken. I remember feeling pressure to pick sides between my parents. Like, who was I going to spend this holiday with? I remember wrestling with this misled desire to please everyone, to make everyone happy, especially my parents, often at my own expense. And it often felt like my emotions or other people were in charge instead of me. And that left me feeling alone and just uncertain of how to deal with it on. If that sounds familiar, if you can relate, this episode is for you. The first thing I want you to know is you're not alone. There's so many people like us out there. And more importantly, it doesn't have to always be this way. In this episode, we're going to give you five tips that you can use to better navigate the holidays in your broken family and perhaps even enjoy them again. This content is based on research, it's based on expert advice, and 20 years of experience doing this stuff. And this content has helped thousands of people. But if you take the tips, if you execute on these tips, I can't promise you that your life, that your holidays are going to look like a Hallmark movie, but I can say that it will improve the experience and put you in the driver's seat. And so keep listening and watching. Welcome to the Restored Podcast, helping you heal and grow from the trauma of your parents' divorce, separation, or broken marriage, so you can feel whole again and break the cycle. I'm your host, Joey Ponarelli, and this is episode 109. We're so thrilled that so many of you have found this podcast helpful and even healing. We've heard so much feedback. One man said this. He said, the holidays have always been an incredibly challenging and often painful time for me as a child of divorce. This might be even worse as an adult where I have to make more decisions myself about enforcing boundaries and pleasing others and their expectations. Someone shared Restored and their podcast with me recently, and I've really found it helpful in confirming of my experiences. This episode has some great tips for navigating the coming days and weeks, and I definitely need to work at practicing them. One woman said this about the podcast. She said, a few nights ago, I was struggling to fall asleep. Anxiety has been worse lately, and it occurred to me to listen to your episode with the therapist, and it helped a ton. Thank you for that. Again, we're so happy that you guys have found this podcast helpful and even healing. Like I said before, if you come from a broken family, you don't need me to tell you how challenging and stressful this time of the year can be. And to better help you navigate those holidays, we're going to give you those five tips that I mentioned. But before we get into that content, I wanted to introduce myself in case you're new here. Like I said, my name is Joey. And when I was 11 years old, my parents separated and later got divorced. And it just brought a ton of pain and problems into my life. I remember just dealing with emotional problems, relationship struggles, bad habits, and a lot of other things as well. And it just absolutely shattered my world. And so over the years, after seeking out solutions to these challenges and healing for my brokenness, I wanted to help other people find healing as well. And so I started this podcast and this nonprofit called Restored, and we help teenagers and young adults from broken families to heal and build virtue so they can feel whole again and break 
that cycle. And the main way we do that is by producing content like this episode. In addition to hosting the show, I'm a speaker and an author, but enough about me. Let's get into the tips to better navigate the holidays. The first tip is to stop trying to fix or please everyone. So many of us from broken families have this instinct that maybe there's been so much drama and tension and problems in our families that we kind of just want to fly below the radar. We don't want to rock the boat. And so the quickest way, I will say, to misery is truly to try to please and fix everyone. It's an impossible task that will always leave you feeling inadequate. Like I promise you, it's not your job to clean up the mess in your family. It's not your job to fix your parents or their marriage, as tempting as that can be. Sure, your influence has its place, but it's not the same as you being in charge or responsible. And so around this time of the year, especially your parents or other people might have these expectations of you to maybe put on a good face and to be happy. I don't think that's right. I don't think you should be forced to feel happy in a really difficult situation. I think that's actually wrong. And so you shouldn't have to pretend to be happy during this difficult season. And just remember, when you try to make everyone happy, you'll likely end up making nobody happy and yourself miserable. And so tip number one, stop trying to fix or please everyone. Tip number two, prepare for the stress and the emotions. So not only are the holidays stressful, they also can be emotionally exhausting for those of us from broken families. And so don't let it surprise you. Expect it plan for it. If you don't, here's the danger. You might emotionally burn out and do things that you wouldn't normally do in an attempt to fill your needs. And so you're going to have a lot of regrets. And so to avoid that, just prioritize taking care of yourself. That's not a selfish thing to do, by the way, to take care of yourself in order to be virtuous and to love well and respect other people. And so think ahead, think ahead to the difficult emotions you might face during this time of the year. If you can think back to next year, what it was like for you too, that might be helpful as well. And then just have in your back pocket one or two ways to help calm yourself if you feel anxious or to kind of give yourself life if you feel kind of down and depressed. For example, in the middle of a party, if it, you're getting really anxious because you're around relatives and there's a lot of tension in the air and it's making you really anxious, one tactic can be just like stepping outside, going for a quick walk, getting a you know breath of fresh air, something as simple as that. And your body and your emotions are obviously interconnected intimately. So one thing you can do to take care of how you feel is just to take care of your body. And there's some really simple ways that you can do this. At the end of the show, I'm going to give you a PDF guide that you can use that we put together for you guys, which has more detail than we're going to be able to cover in this podcast episode, but it also is a written form of what we're talking about, again, that goes a bit deeper. So you need to do basically four things to take care of your body. The first is sleep. Just get enough quality sleep. Again, we go deeper into this in the PDF guide. Drink enough water. We talk about kind of how much water you should drink in there. Um, by the way, that, that usually ends up being like half a gallon to a gallon a day. Exercise, just moving your body. We talk about some of the benefits of that, how it can literally make you feel better. And then eating healthy, whole foods. And in the guide, we even talk about how chocolate and drinking sparkling water uh, can be really helpful according to a trauma therapist. And if you're religious, just don't forget to be praying during this time of the year. Not only have experts found that it can calm you, it can literally make you more calm, but God can give you the grace. He can give you the strength to endure this difficult time, especially if it's extra stressful for you. And so ask for his help. He sees your pain and he wants to come through for you. 
Also, healthy distractions aren't a bad thing. If you're constantly in situations or with people that drain you, you need to do things that give you life, that revive you. And so, there's a list of ideas in the guide that I'll mention、uh, that you can use as well. And while it's important to have alone time, During the holidays at different points, again, catch your breath. And especially if you're an introvert, that's super important. But just make sure you're not isolating yourself. It can be really easy to do and just, you know, kind of cut yourself off from your friends and maybe your siblings or other people that really care about you and normally would give you life. And in intense moments, remember to take a breath and to step back, to pause, to think, and then to act in the way that aligns with your deepest held beliefs. So it's really important to kind of step away. From those emotions. And by doing that, you'll be able to make better decisions about what to do next and save yourself from regret. And so, tip number two just prepare yourself for the stress and the emotions. Tip number three plan ahead and set boundaries with your parents. Now, a good plan will naturally include when you'll see your parents and for how long. It'll also set healthy boundaries with your parents, informing them kind of how to treat you. And when it comes to the holidays, it's okay. To lay down some rules with your parents. For example, you can tell your dad or your mom, hey, I don't really want to talk to you about the other parent. That's an okay thing to do. It's a healthy thing to do. And、um, boundaries, obviously, communicated in advance、um, is, is a really good idea. Why is that? Because it's going to give people who don't agree with those boundaries or who are bothered by them to opt out of spending time with you, which is going to reduce drama for you. And by the way, don't feel guilty about setting Boundaries. Boundaries are the sign of a healthy person. So, if you're new to this, it might feel like you're being mean, but that's actually not the case. You can be incredibly kind when setting boundaries. Again, they're the sign of a healthy person. Boundaries aren't only good for you, they're not like the selfish thing. They're also good for other people, like your parents. It'll help you to have a healthier relationship with them if you have boundaries and you respect. Those boundaries and they respect those boundaries as well. And it's crucial, crucial to remember also that spending time with one parent at some point and the other parent at the other point is not betraying each of those parents. It's not betraying your other parent, your mom, to spend time with your dad one on one. That, that's an okay thing to do. Healthy relationships with both parents is super important. It's necessary, you know, if you can have that. And so many people like us, what we've learned. Through this nonprofit, is that we really benefit from spending separate days around the holidays with our parents. So maybe you celebrate Christmas Eve with mom and Christmas Day with dad, or you know, if you're in the US, Thanksgiving Day with dad and you know, Black Friday or you know, the day after with,、um, with mom. And so it's okay to separate those days and not try to do everything together. If siblings are a part of the equation too, make sure to include them in the planning,、um, although the approach might. Depend on you know, how old they are and your level of relationship with them. And although a good plan is almost always helpful,、um, no plan is perfect. And so just make sure you have some flexibility in there and maybe have somewhat of a backup plan too, especially if things with your family kind of implode. But what if your relationship with your parents is toxic where you can't spend time with them at all? First, I just want to say if that's the case, that is rough. I'm so sorry. That you're going through that, it shouldn't be that way. What I'd propose in that case is what can you do to experience some sort of family outside of your family? Like maybe there's a family that you know that would be happy to welcome you in to their holiday celebration. And so go ahead and do that. Or if you don't have that, maybe make some sort of a celebration for you and your friends at your own. Home or do something instead、um, because it's really important to find that community, find those people that you can spend the holidays with. And by the way, if you live at home with one of your parents, 
having a plan and putting boundaries in place uh, can be extra challenging. And so do what's possible, do what's within your power to set those boundaries, but you might be able to spend maybe a little bit of extra time with that parent that doesn't live at home. And in doing that, just make sure to set those clear expectations with the parent who does live at home. You can communicate and say, you know, I don't really get to spend time with dad. And so around the holidays, I'm going to spend a little bit more time with him, not because I don't love you or anything, but I just want to make sure that I'm giving him some time as well. And so just make sure to communicate that. And so to solidify your plan and solidify those boundaries, write it down. It's that simple. Just write it down, whether that's in a document, a note on your phone, on paper, an app, calendar, whatever. And to help you guys in the PDF guide that I'll tell you about at the end, we actually have a template that you can copy and just fill in the blanks uh, to schedule out, to plan out your time um, to make it a little bit easier on you. So you literally just copy that, fill in the details, and you're done. And so that's tip number three, plan ahead and set boundaries with your parents. Tip number four, communicate the plan. And by far, this is the most difficult tip. Most people listening to this won't do this, or maybe not most, a lot of you guys won't do this. Why? It's scary. It's uncomfortable. And I get that. Like, I totally get that. I've been there. Uh, And perhaps you've never stood up for yourself in this way, or you're unsure how your parents are going to respond if you do this. And so just remember, I say this gently, just remember that inaction has a cost as well. If you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always done gotten. And I believe that you deserve better. And so in crafting how you're going to communicate to your parents, follow the advice of author and speaker Donald Miller, who's a mentor of mine. First, he says, figure out what you want to say. And then next, you can figure out how you want to say it. So when figuring out what you want to say, we're talking about like the main points and the order of what you want to say. And then figuring out how you're going to say it is the words you're going to use and the method of communicating like on the phone or through an email, something like that. And so if you can't see both parents, make sure to give them a reason why too. I know sometimes that's uh, the reality where you maybe need to take a breather, you need to take a year off. Um, Just make sure to communicate why, like in a diplomatic way and focus more on yourself than on them. For example, you can say such things like, I can't afford it, or it's just too exhausting for me right now with everything that I have going on, or um, it's too much for me and my family, or again, I need a break this year. And so when it comes to, by the way, planning out what you want to say and how you want to say it. In that PDF guide I mentioned, we have some additional tips um, that Donald Miller and other people recommend when it comes to communication um, as well. And what if your parents get upset? That might be a question that's coming to mind as well. I would say stay calm, right? Stay calm. Try to display empathy by just placing yourself in their shoes. Like understand that, especially if this is new for your parents, they might be just learning how to navigate the holidays uh, as well. And so go ahead and have some empathy for them, but also keep your boundaries. Like you don't need to take down your boundaries just because, you know, they're feeling hurt. And so keep in mind that um, you're there to, you know, again, love them and be empathetic, but also to speak your truth and just let them know like, hey, this is where I'm coming from. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. And so again, to help my team and I have developed a just copy and paste template to help you communicate with your parents. Obviously, you're not going to read it off verbatim or send a verbatim text message, but it can be a starting point, especially if you're stuck and you don't know what to say uh, in a text message, in a voice memo, in a phone call, video call, whatever way you want to communicate. We give you this template that you can then adapt to your situation. So that's tip number four, communicate the plan. 
Tip number five, enjoy the holidays. Now, ironically, it can be easier uh, than it sounds to forget to enjoy the holidays, especially for people like us. And so creating new traditions, especially if you have your own family or maybe you're surrounded by friends this year, uh, is a great way to reset and redefine the holidays, especially if they've been really stressful and difficult in years past. And one great tip is just try to serve others, try to be selfless and try to break that cycle that way, whether that means you know serving the poor on a holiday or maybe you know visiting a nursing home where people are just super alone as well. And so try to break that cycle in a really selfless, loving way. And keep in mind that you might need to just lower your expectations for the holidays, especially if you're spending them with your family. Um, you might not feel the same joy, the same safety, the same security with your parents anymore, unfortunately. I, I hate to say that. I really do. But that's the truth. And again, that's hard to swallow. And in the midst of that, um, just try to focus on the deeper meaning of the holiday. That could be something that kind of fills in that void a bit. Try to really delve in. So for example, if you're a Christian, you can just try to delve into, dive into the mystery of Christmas. Just this fact that, you know, God became a baby, became a, a little weak human baby. Like that's it's mind boggling if you really think about it. And I get some of you guys aren't religious and that's totally fine. I'm glad you're here and you can, you know, skip this part of the the episode. But for those of you who are, because I know a lot of you listen, um, just allow that to kind of capture your attention, especially in spite of this kind of void that your family uh, may have left, unfortunately. And so don't let the stress and the challenges um, distract you from the deeper meaning of the holiday. And so that's tip number five. I enjoy the holidays. And in closing, guys, if you do, remember, if you do what you've always done for the holidays, you'll get what you've always gotten. And as a result, the stress and the challenges from your broken family can really easily overwhelm you and cause you to do things that later you'll regret. But there is a better way. There is a better way. And if you execute the tips that I mentioned in this show, even though some of them are uncomfortable, they truly are, you'll be better equipped to navigate this time of the year and benefit in a lot of different ways. Like you're going to save yourself from trying to please or fix everyone. You're going to avoid burning out from the stress and difficult emotions. Uh, you'll stay in control by planning time with your parents, which is a really good and healthy thing. And you'll be setting clear expectations and boundaries that protect you and your relationships. And finally, you'll experience some relief. You'll feel less alone and perhaps even enjoy the holidays again. And so in the end, instead of being controlled by your emotions or the demands of maybe others, uh, you'll be in control. And remember, you're not alone and you're not doomed to experience this forever. Um, we're, we're here to guide you and to walk with you guys through the messiness. And so if you want that PDF guide that I mentioned, um, it's totally free and it goes deeper into these points. You can download it at restoredministry.com slash holidays. Again, restoredministry, ministry singular.com slash holidays, or just click on the link in the description or the show notes. And it's titled, that PDF is titled Five Tips to Navigate the Holidays in a broken family. And by downloading that guide, you're going to get, again, all the tips that you heard in this episode, just written down in a really accessible format, but we go in further depth as well. You're also going to get those worksheets that I mentioned to, to plan out your time with your parents, just a simple schedule, just writing everything down. It can be super quick. It can take you know five, 10 minutes to do, but it will really help you um, with setting up a plan and then communicating that plan. You also get the template for communicating uh, with your family, with your parents, that you know copy and paste for a text message, an email, a letter, phone call, whatever 
you want to communicate. And then you'll get some additional resources as well to help you navigate the holidays, but also just navigate the challenges that come along with coming from a broken family. And so again, just go to restoredministry.com slash holidays to download that or just click on the link in the description or the show notes. That wraps up this episode. If you know someone who's struggling because of their parents' divorce or broken family, share this podcast with them. If you want, even take 30 seconds right now to message them. And always remember, you are not alone. We're here to help you feel whole again and break the cycle of dysfunction and divorce in your own life. And keep in mind the words of C.S. Lewis, who said, you can't go back and change at the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending.